Hi, welcome to It's All Talk, the podcast that discusses everything from mom's life and mental health to the latest trends in the beauty and wellness industries. We are best friends and business partners who have a dream of inspiring and motivating as many people as possible to live their very best lives. We're your hosts, Jamie Forster, Sally Coles Robertson, and Emma Whiteside. So welcome to It's All Talk. Good, thanks, oh Jamie. How are you? You all right, Sal? Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just another manic Monday. <laughs> I know. Every day is a manic day, isn't it, for a mother? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, without being sexist, because dads are always busy too. Yeah. Mm, what we're we talking doing... about today, girls? <laughs> a lot <laughs> less. <laughs> Naughty. We we've got a good we've got a good one today. I think we we've I don't know. Following on from last week's podcast, if you have not heard last week's podcast, you must go back and listen because it was amazing when we were talking to the wonderful and amazing Keith Kirkland about what is shame, and I think mm. that's we led into this podcast, which today's topic is bullying and trolling which I think is like a really great way to move in. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bullying. It, oh, it, you know, it never leaves us, does it? Tr- trolling or trolling? It's trolling. Trolling. What does, what does, do you know what? I, I never really absolutely really knew, A, how to say it, because in my world, as dyslexic, it's spelled trolling. Yeah. Um, and B, what it actually means, because I haven't even Google searched it or anything like that. I understand the concept, but I'm not yeah. quite sure. I've got the Urban Dictionary open in front of me to read the definition of, of trolling. Trolling, as it relates to the internet, is a verb. As it relates to internet, is the deliberate act by a troll of making random unsolicited and or controversial comments on various internet forums with the intent to provoke an emotional knee-jerk reaction from unsuspecting readers to engage in a fight or argument. Mm. Ah, so then the ugly troll in the Three Billy Goats Gruff story. There we go, that's just (laughs) triggered a childhood memory. (laughs) Who was an ugly troll under the bridge? Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) It is, but we were just talking about this, weren't we? I mean, we were talking about this before Mm. that, like, what is what do trolls look like? And you can you can tell, can't you, on the public forums because they often they don't have a face on their profile picture. They've got like a cartoon or some smart aleck comment meme picture. If you look at their profile, there's like they've got no friends you know, or they've got a bunch of other troll friends and it, you can kind of pick out their profiles, can't is you? Is that a real giveaway then? Gener- yeah, it's well, it certainly is. Then mm. you have yeah, some definitely. other trolls. You have other trolls that that are blatantly will put their picture on and still behave like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty shocking, isn't it? I just think it's shocking when somebody goes out of their way to make life difficult for another human being. Like, why to take time out of your day just to write a comment that's mean or you know is going to provoke somebody else and there's no real rhyme or reason for it. Like, what's the point in that? Mm. Why would you use your energy? 
for that. It makes it makes zero sense to me, and I've got very little patience for it. Quite, yeah, yeah. It's almost like that. There's a it's the sort of devil angel, isn't it? You know, I bet with if these some of these people are not prepared to show who they are and be who they are, then it's like like a not an alter ego. They might get off by being horrible. Do they think it's funny? Mm -hmm. some, you know. It's yeah. horrible, isn't it? It is. I've spoke to people. Have any of you two been, been involved in it? Well, have, um, I, have, I, have I been trolled? Yeah. <laughs> I think... You? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. To, do you know what, actually? And I have to be very careful what I say here, but <laughs> yes, actually, I have as well, through Facebook, where either myself or my daughter have put something... And one person um, has always had to make that quite obnoxious comment, and it's 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 been it's been quite upsetting actually. It's not it's not good at all. Uh, but unfortunately, this actual person is family. I'm just kidding. I not family, no. But I know the person, oh, and there's yeah, no yeah. cartoon picture to hide who yeah. they are. And I think. That's actually, is that worse than what the normal trolling people do? I don't know. I don't know. Because a lot of people perhaps wouldn't make those obnoxious comments in front of other people. But that person it's, clearly it's, would. It's often, that person would. It's often behind screens, isn't it, where they can't be seen. So they feel they can put in these nasty comments mm. um like you say yeah. but no it's it's just horrible think we for people forget that there's actual human beings on the other side of these forums like yeah people say stupid stuff on the internet i do like you know i do some stupid stuff in my life but but there are actual human beings on the other side of these these comments and these things so and, and we, we res you can respond to them in a way that's rude or sort of or just too fast without thinking about how how's the other person going to feel that person that's alone in their house on yeah. the internet do you know what I mean like, I don't know it just feels a little bit thoughtless and careless it just feels careless to me what what goes on psychologically with these people Jamie when when they you know they have to do they get they actually find this quite a thrill or it satisfies their their mentality and their psychological you know there's no end of things i just give you an example yesterday i was reading through um facebook and somebody had put uh on about you know, they've been and had their hair done somewhere and it was a real mess and she hated it and does anyone know any local hairdressers that could make you know could sort it out and i was just dreading the fact that people were going to say come to us to sort it out and we get this all the time and mm. also the, the point is with if a is somebody's put that all over the, the the media it's like a newspaper isn't it the poor girl or guy that's done that woman's hair may have done everything she possibly can to get it right and the blank canvas that she's had to start working with may not have been correct in the first place. So there's a lot of history we don't always know about in our industry. So then to go and slate it all over Facebook, I was just thinking this poor person has got a heart and to mm. be in our industry, they care. And so for someone to go away and slate them, 
And then someone to say, someone actually put, we'll go to this place. And she said, well, that's actually where I had it done. Oh my gosh, it was just. Oh no. What, what, what I can't, I can't, I wanted to cry, honestly, because I know, you know, and then, and then when I f finally find out that this person that made that comment actually came to us with a child, um, because I, I, I sort of like read between the lines and thought, oh no, I recognise that name. And it was just like, oh, thank God it wasn't us. But then I couldn't help thinking it. And I can't stop thinking about this poor girl now. You yeah. know, yeah. poor guy that's done this person's hair. We've had that done to us by somebody who has never been to us before. And it was about me as well. And I've probably, you know, we're, Emma and, well, we're all experienced, extremely experienced in what mm. we do. So what right have people got to go on and say, we've done something horrible? I know. You know that reminds me. The trial yeah. didn't sit still anyway, so I did my best. <laughs> Do you remember the other day I put something up? I read, I saw a advertisement for another counselor and this counselor put out an advertisement on Facebook, must have been like a, a Facebook advert or whatever. And somebody said, if you really cared, you, you wouldn't charge people. And I can't get this out of my head, like that there's this, there's the, a whole group of people that think that if you cared, you would do things for free. Do you know what I mean? Oh. So it's the same kind of thing. You totally, it kind of slagged this person off on, you know, this counselor for trying to sort of make a living in a caring profession, but it doesn't mean that she should work for free. <clears throat> you well, you mean? could say that about any profession then, couldn't you? We, we care for people's hair. So they could say, well, why don't you do it for free? Yeah. We get that all the time though, Emma, don't we? We get people trying it on for free. Yeah. And when, when you think about the years of education, um, studying, constantly ongoing. The CPD studying. that it takes to stay relevant, yeah. to stay professional and to stay at the top of your game. Um, you dedicate your whole life to your craft. Exactly. And, and, you know, and I, and yeah, I, that really wound me up. So even that kind of a troll, which actually you asked what the question you had was, why was the psychology behind it? Why do people do that? And I was thinking, so why did that person leave that nasty comment about that hairdresser? Why did this particular person leave a message like that to this counselor? And I think a lot of it has to do with sort of the way that they're feeling inside, you know, being Absolutely. fear, yeah. um, jealousy sometimes, um, being angry, feeling insecure, just being genuinely unhappy. Quite, and, and maybe not even being taught any morals, you know? Mm. Yeah, well, mm. you don't know what, because people people might bully, there's lots of reasons. So if they've got family problems, if they've been bullied themselves, um, yeah. maybe they're yeah. just a bit selfish, maybe they're narcissistic, maybe they've got no friends and they just feel lonely and negative, and neg negative attention is better than no attention. Yeah. Know? Yeah, uh, maybe they just feel bad about themselves and want to make other people feel bad too. Oh my gosh, I would hate that. That is it. Honestly, it makes my it. If anything frightens me more than anything, it's it's bullying and seeing mm. seeing it being done. You know, um, yeah. I've worked with so many children and young people that have you know for things like anger issues and these kinds of things and, and yeah some of the kids that I've worked with in the past have taken it out on other people or take it out on their families sometimes but but I look at I look at the pain that's behind that and I have real 
real empathy and I think empathy is the right word I have real empathy for what would cause some, you know the pain that that causes other people to cause pain to other people and and like you're talking about this issue now almost how many days or a week later about someone talking about your work for free so it holds on you doesn't it it does because as mm -hmm. I know you as a person as a mother my friend my business partner my my every church my worship singer everything that I know about you Jamie and Em you you know we are our hearts are so kind and when anyone ever says anything detrimental about what we do even if they say oh you know oh you are sensitive oh my gosh that's like a knife and a twist in the gut because oh, I yeah. can't help the way I am I'd rather be sensitive than horrible would you absolutely yeah, yeah. I take that so personally. I am sensitive about it because, especially when it comes to what I do, and I think it's just because it's taken so long to get here and so much time and so much sacrifice. Yeah. And I don't want all the work I've done and all the things I've missed. You know, there was a couple of years there in uni where I kept missing my kids' birthdays. I know. Right? But do you remember I that? Do. Oh, I oh god it was the worst thing in the whole world and it's something that i don't see it makes me feel teary because i don't know if i can ever forgive myself for that because you can't get those memories back but at the same time that was my sacrifice for for pursuing my calling and my calling is to encourage people and i knew that it was it, in a small picture it was it was sacrifice that we were willing to make and yeah we celebrated the, their birthdays on a different you know what i mean like mm -hmm. or they came down to uni and we went out at night um, for one of them, but there was there was two years that I missed my son's birthday, two years on the trot, and then I missed my daughter's birthday once because there was mandatory uni things that I had to attend. So when somebody belittles that sacrifice, I find it I do get quite offended. I am quite sensitive about it. Yeah. Do, do you know? Do they? Do you ever say that to them? No, because that's their stuff. You know yeah, I, mean? like, I know. I was going to say like yeah. I never. You know, when I think, you know, we've had a discussion about our Christmas opening hours this year already haven't we em? yeah and because we miss christmas eve every year yeah. every year because we're exhausted you know in, in every way shape or form exhaustion uh, we get home every christmas eve absolutely knackered and there's no meaning of the you know i can't describe the feeling but we get this extra adrenaline adrenaline rush either to go to church or you know obviously i spend my time with with you guys in church but uh, over christmas and, and the soup kitchen and with my family but there's been times on christmas eve that i've missed so much so much with the children and i had to stop myself last or probably last month we were talking about it they don't know what my thoughts are and I'm not going to bring it up in the open now because they'll have me won't they <laughs> <laughs> remember that time when yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know and uh, so we're conscious of, of that I know and I know Emma and I have chatted lots haven't we about when Molly was little and you were working full-time and yeah you know having a business with three children and especially them being a single parent you know so so it's how important your time is and we're going to get absolutely slated probably for not opening on Christmas Eve or we've not decided yet but but we, we we're prepared to work later all week aren't we but it's that Christmas Eve morning everyone comes to the salon and it's the you know, I think you'll, I think you'll find, there. sorry, Sal, I think you'll find a lot of salons will be feeling the same as us because yes. of the whole, 
pandemic, it's changed everybody's mindset. And we know through all the, um, you know, the the things we follow, the hairdressing things we follow, so many salons feel the same. So I I don't think we'll be the minority. But talking about what the subject of bullying and trolling is that, um, you know, this comments from clients and even salon owners all around the country that were in in our Salon United group chat, there's something like 5,000 salon owners in it, whether they're, you know, uh, business people in whatever capacity. And some of the things already that people are being quite cruel to, to mm. our industry some of the clients um so there's there's also like because we're sensitive and kind it's almost like we're frightened of what our customers say sometimes because we're not meeting their needs yeah and it's so competitive isn't it oh like, my god i mean there's a thousand you go in, down into middle Witch where we live there you know i know you don't work in middle Witch, but there's like how there's like a thousand courage jobs and there's like a thousand hairdressers so yeah if you're not meeting people's and there's like a, a thousand counselors all over the place but 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 they're not all created equally do you know what no. I mean and and so there's so much competition out there that you do feel this need all the time to try to be this yes person to meet their needs all the time but I we have to really weigh up what's the cost What's the cost of you giving up a family to work on to work on Christmas Eve? What's that going to achieve? Do you know what I mean? It's not a lot. Absolutely. Mabel, yeah, your client's going to get her hair done. I feel the same way. I hate taking time off because I generally feel like, gosh, what if that's the week that somebody goes into crisis? But, you know, we can't be we can't be responsible for people all the time. We can't be responsible for people ever, to be fair. No, and it's only by having friends like you, Jamie, that we talk off the off the cuff, if you like, because we meet together regularly, you know, the three of us. It's like having that confirmation and, you know, exactly why we do the resilience training with you um, in our industry, because we need it. We need we need it. So, you know, I think anyone being unkind to but anybody is just unnecessary isn't it, it is yeah and it's really easy to to not be a jerk you, all you have to do is think about how you impact the people around you do you mm. know what I mean like just think before you speak and and I guess <laughs> one thing I say to my <laughs> client it is hard for a lot of people <laughs> one thing I say to my clients all the time and this is something that I learned like I studied for eight years to learn how to do this but when you when I I have to ask myself sometimes before I ask, before I say something, who is this intended for? Am I, do I feel the need to say this because I need this person to hear it? Or does this person, would this person generally benefit from what, I, what I'm about to say? And that's something mm. I, I have to do that in session all the time. You know, if I disclose this, if I speak about this, is this because I want them to hear or because they need to hear it? And quite often it's because I feel the need to say, want to be heard. Do you know what I mean? So then I have to squash that. Do you know what I mean? But just being impact, just being thoughtful about how you impact the people around you is useful. It's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? And, you know, quite often we'll be in situations where somebody might be quite, make quite a cruel statement or a, you know, a sharp statement at you. And then obviously say, oh, I'm only joking. But well, no, you're not because you've made the statement and because you, you don't like my reaction, you're now saying that's a joke. Well, that's fine. That's fine, but it's mm. not gone unnoted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I just, yeah, and you asked me earlier, do I say something to these people all the time? Well, no, because I understand that my reaction belongs to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My reaction's mine. I can't change how other people think, behave, speak, whatever. It doesn't matter that people are who they are and people live differently than me and that's okay, you know, whatever. But I, I have control over how I respond. Do you know what I mean? And I have control over how much I let it eat at me. And that's why it's my responsibility to build myself up. It's my responsibility to manage my mm. own self-care. It's my responsibility to sort of feed into my own resilience. And it's my responsibility to cut those cords to those things that hurt me. It's not my responsibility to make sure other people don't say hurtful things. Yeah. 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 You, just just give it an example here, a simple example of, of starting your day off quite happily, quite in the clouds, like in my rose tinted spectacles, <laughs> as always. Um, you know, uh, we got to work the other morning and we've traveled down the same backcountry road for 20 years. And um, this old couple have started to appear in the morning, walking on the wrong side of the road, okay. walking towards us, which is correct. Am I repeating myself or not? Have I told you this story? No. So, so, um, what, so driving to, we're driving towards the couple walking towards, and this is probably about the third morning we've seen them. And this particular morning, the woman shook her head at me. And I'm like, what's she shaking her head at? So I was, <laughs> no, not at all. Because I was, I'm trying to teach Mackenzie, who as a baby, get this, the sign that says the road is going to narrow for drivers, the road sign is covered in green moss. So we took a bucket and a mop and we cleaned it. One, oh, honestly, we took, oh. we pulled the car over. Mackenzie's in the car seat. Cam and Isla got out. We whacked all the soapy water over the side so everybody could see that the road narrows and it does very much narrow. And so she's shaking her head at me. So I'm spending the rest of the journey trying to teach Mackenzie about how important, who teaches the kids these things? How important it is to come on, if you're walking as a pedestrian where there's no footpath, to come on the proper side of the road. I was on the speed limit. I wasn't doing anything wrong. So she shakes her head at me. So every morning now we're waiting to see the couple because I'm going to pull over and just sort of say, look, I'm really sorry, but could you just tell me why you were shaking your head? She probably yes. won't even remember. That's she won't mean. remember, <laughs> but that me because that's undermining my kindness to teach my mm. child to, to the, the right things if there's no pedestrian if there's no footpath find a road with a footpath or stand to the side and wait for the car to pass I've got the right away exactly and I wasn't yeah. speeding so where, why is she shaking mm. the head so that's mm. teaching my child a an example of me it's not a child anymore but a an example of me to show how not to behave and how mm. not to stick the v's up at or the finger up at drivers that get angry with you just smile kill them with kindness <laughs> my husband does that he's so passive aggressive if somebody's like because my husband drives like miss daisy right he, he like does never speeds right it's the slowest driver in the world <laughs> really yeah he really yeah super oh my he really gosh, is. Just, and people all the time whine he whines people oh up i so bet go and speed limit and these people are like like trying to pass him and like you know shaking their fists and stuff and he literally will like ah, like wave at him and give him a smile they walk by i'm like passive aggressive but it's so funny 
I had my my son, no, I think it was my daughter, I don't remember which one, said, kind of giggled at me because they were talking to my mother on the phone and I had a little bit of road rage. And she said, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Mommy just gets a little angry in the car sometimes. And it, <laughs> and I was so ashamed. Oh, and, passenger, Jamie, I know what your driving's like. I was so, my driving is fine, but it was, I was so ashamed of that. And I was like, oh man, so, so I've put my business name on the back of my car and that keeps my road rage at check. <laughs> because you can't see like counselor on the back, you know what I mean? And be giving people the finger, so. What would you have, what would you have on the back of your car if you could? I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. <laughs> you don't want to know what Adam. No, we've had some car share fun. You can we, read uh, this. You're too yeah. close. <laughs> if you went to Cabri World on our on our works day out, we were followed by those guys pulling up the side of us. Oh my days! They were doing <laughs> naughty things, weren't they? Yeah, these no. guys pulled up the side of the. This is motorway trolling. Pulled up the side of us and sh and did a mooney. Yes. Why did why? 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 Wow. Don't worry, it didn't put me off my driving. It put me off my lunch though. And it takes a lot to do that, let's face it. <laughs> I don't know. I know we're making joke and we're making light out of it, but, but it it really is like careless. No, gosh, you know, seriously, no, I know. That lady know. was having a bad day and shaking her head at you because you annoyed her. But she didn't understand what kind of day and it's stuck with you hasn't it and like you're thinking that that nod of that lady's that strange lady's head you saw her for two seconds has stuck with you since that day it's, it's the principle with me i think the, yeah. it's the principle of the situation but think about when, little kids i know if, if they're being bullied or if people be mean to them like it sticks you mm. never remember when people are like oh you did that really well well done mate good job you look beautiful today or that that was the best writing you've ever done. But you remember that person that says, ooh, what's up with your hair? Or, or mm. that person that says, you could have done better there. Do you know what I mean? Like that stuff sticks with you for a long oh. time, forever. Do you know, yeah, I, I just dropping uh, Keno off at school this morning, we were talking about um, being, I was talking about, he's doing his work experience shortly. We were talking about being in an authoritative meeting mm. where I was sat in a meeting with another lady. The rest were all men. Uh, which was fine, not a problem at all. And um, I, I suddenly felt quite afraid of the authoritative. Mm. It was the little things like the deepness of the voices and the head shaking to each other. And, and, and I had to point that out. I had to point it out in the meeting. And Ken said to me, well, you didn't say that, did you? I said, well, I actually just had to ask, you know, was, was there any need to be Behave like that and he said and what did they say so he said well the, the nothing they were just like a bit shocked mm. because body language to we still need to teach our children about facial expressions body language let them be observant to you know um where things might appear yeah. to be unkind you know yeah. either at least be observant but not, um, what's the word? You know, we've got no evidence that that's what they're thinking, but facial expressions say an awful lot. And so body language does, doesn't it, Jamie? Oh, I, it, do you know what you're, that's so, that's so what I do in work. And actually I was thinking about my children. I often reflect their body language back to them. 
Yeah. So not as a way to be like, oh, you rolled your eyes, but or to say, but what, and I said, are you okay? Or why are you be why are you behaving this way? I'm not behaving anyway. Like, yeah, but you you just did this, you know, say, but your face did this, which sort of tells me that actually you're feeling a certain way. And if you didn't mean that, then you need to be mindful of how how your body responds. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. we live our lives like in this disembodied state Mm. all the time forgetting that actually we are our body our body is us our facial expressions matter do you know what I mean like the way we the way we hold ourselves how where you put your head like if you're holding your head down like that and your shoulders a little bit maybe it looks like shame doesn't it or guilt but if you're just you might just be sort of feeling lazy that day or tired but if you Mm. but it matters so you held your you know you put your shoulders back you put your head up it says something different, doesn't it? Even though you're just sat in a chair. Mm. It's fascinating, isn't it? Over the next couple of weeks, um, we're doing, I'm crewing for Tony Robbins on his UPW and also for the most powerful women in in marketing. And so that's one of our jobs that we have to do is is be observant. I mean, this is thousands of people in, you know, sort of cinematic Zoom rooms. And uh, we all get pods of so many hundreds of people and we have to scan the pods to make sure that, you know, everyone is looking okay and on par with the subject that we're talking about, you know, Mm. just like being observant. Mm. And it's really fascinating, the personal development that we're taught through through it, you know, um, you know, and observing body language is just incredible. Somebody's really? computer's talking to us. Sorry, that's, that's mine. <laughs> that, that's somebody's computer saying it's time to go to work. What are I you know. doing? That email. must be on the hour. We're on the hour then. Email, aren't we? email, email. <laughs> yeah, I, but that, that there's real learning, isn't there, in being aware of your body language. And I think awareness, being aware of things like your body language, being aware of your biases and owning them. You know, understanding that, yes, I behave a certain way because I because that's what my experience or I was taught to behave this way but if you're aware of how that impacts other people and you don't want to behave that way that awareness is going to make allow you to make a better choice yeah Um, so being intentional being conscious you know what I mean about the way we behave around other people yeah it's crazy isn't it and how stressful it can become you know by you know constantly being aware it can become quite stressful which interestingly absolutely leads us on to our session next week's all about stress isn't it Mm -mm. maybe we can look for a guest speaker between now and then about stress yeah who can we ask (laughs) Do, do we want somebody that knows how to manage stress very well or do we want somebody that feels very stressed all the time well, whoever wants to come on with us, be our guest, and we'll deal with it when they when when we chat. Hey, oh, there's so many people I see for stress. It's 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 like oh. a, it's such a debilitating illness, isn't it? I know. Gosh, I mean, it can really chuck people. Like really successful people that work really well, it can stop them in the tracks, can't it? So it's mm. oh, gotcha, mm. absolutely. Oh, lady, oh, so I've nice. enjoyed it. I there guess that's actually that stress episode is a really good thing to say. Actually, we're building something in the background, aren't we, ladies? 
Yes. Yes. So if stress is an issue for you, watch this space because we're, well, Sally mostly is doing tons of work we right are. now. We're doing, we yeah, you're doing the, the practical work at the moment, though, aren't you? Building yeah. is something to help people manage their stress and building an escape can't wait. I can't so. wait. I can't wait. Exciting. Already starting to drip feed some things into people and they are ex extra uber excited about it. I'm Almost excited. like waiting for wishing the summer away, which isn't good. Uh, well, I'm <laughs> looking at the gray clouds right now and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's nice oh, to see you guys. Good. All right, ladies. Have a good have week. Have a good day. Bye. Can't wait to see you soon. We thank you so much for listening and supporting us here at It's All Talk. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also pop over to our fast-growing Facebook group or find us on Instagram by searching It's All Talk, the podcast. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. Take care.